Welcome to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast, episode 16. I am your host, Richie, and I am joined, as ever, with my beautiful assistant, Farley. Say hello, Farley. Hello. Hello. Um... We are That Guy's a Maniac. We have been blogging for a ridiculous amount of time. Um, you can find us on www.thatguys.co.uk. You can also find us on social media at That Guy's a Maniac. Farley, we are privileged to be sponsored today. Who are we sponsored by? Uh, indeed, we couldn't do this without the uh, gracious endowments from our sponsors and this week we are sponsored by Nuka Cola for all your post-apocalyptic carbonated drink needs. Thank you Nuka Cola. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah okay um, and uh, well today we are talking about non-violent games. So I mean, what made us want to do this? Well, this is, uh, I think they're going to come out in a funny order, but we had the idea for this uh, as a companion piece, uh, the yin to the yang of Fight Week. Uh, and the reason why we're thinking about non-violent games or wholesome games, as they are being called, uh, is because there was a wholesome direct a number of weeks ago now, um, and so we thought it'd be fun to have a look at some games we like to play and would recommend that don't necessarily revolve around um, shooting things in the face as much as possible. And therein lies the rub. I mean, it's really, really tough to actually define what a, a non-violent game is. And I spent a longer time probably looking for games that were non-violent actually just trying to define what a non-violent game is so yeah um ah er ooh okay but <laughs> anyway all of the above all of these um let the cogs turn in your head words um so the definition of or at least my definition of a violent or yeah violent game uh, is anything um at all which has some kind of violence and now with video games there's always going to be a level of comic book violence purely because like if it gets too realistic, it's just basically violence porn. Um, but with um, with a lot of games, you do see a comic booky quality to uh, to how they 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 just sort of approach violence. Like even in the GTA's, there is still like a comic booky world with crazy physics and all this sort of stuff going on. Um, but you know, you'll end up kicking a hooker or shooting someone in the face and it just becomes rather blase but the the flip side to that is even Mario jumping on a Goomba is still technically violence or indeed in some of the later 3D versions he punches stuff as well never mind jumps on things so there is a level of um, 
violence is just enacting violence. So if you try to find a game which doesn't include anything, even down to the level of a Mario game, um, it's actually quite tough. Especially like your your Tom Clancy example was a very very good uh, good sort of marker for that because you can look through a Steam catalog and you'll find I'm actually just gonna literally open mine and you'll find out that you know you've got action slashers or you've got action RPGs or you've got Batman or you've got a fucks and a fighting games or you're shooting zombies uh, you know it's like everything is almost geared to some kind of violence upon something else whether it's another human being whether it's aliens whether it's the undead or whether it's i don't know personified anime girls as consoles or whatever <laughs> you know there is always <laughs> going to be some level um of of violence in there so it was actually tough for me to sort of find um games that actually fit into those different genres um and i ended up sort of almost writing um a list of what are the most typical non-violent games where do these where do they kind of fit in um so right because there are yeah because i can we'll, we'll kind of go into your list because i can think of a, a couple of big categories which you know includes tens or hundreds of games yeah um but they tend to be their own thing so so yeah go with them some of the stuff you put down so basically the first one and the easiest one uh, but it is not all inclusive um is the story driven ones um so you can probably find a plethora of visual novels which don't actually feature violence or don't actually have you controlling a character which does violence in some sort of fashion now mm -hmm. visual novels tend to you know i mean they, they they tend to sort of go along the lines of romance or they go down sort of uh, talking about a popular story um very very good um sort of example of that could actually be the telltale games now they do actually have now there's a, <laughs> i was gonna say yeah they do actually have violence in them but things like um like the Back to the Futures that they did, they were actually quite tame. There wasn't really mm -hmm. that much. Um, there was no shooting somebody in the face or anything like that. There was a level of menace, but it wasn't necessarily, you know, actually controlling your character to make them do something. Um, I, I and yeah, there is also the very very good example of the Batman game where you actually see the turning of. Um, the Joker into the Joker, and it is so fucking violent. So, uh, I mean, I do understand um, what, where I'm coming from, but visual novels do lend themselves very easily to tell a story, but only tell a story. And, of course, we could go back to our previous podcast, and I could actually argue with myself as to whether or not a visual novel is actually even a fucking <laughs> game. Um, but going off that, like, um, between... Um, visual novels and sort of telltale games there's also the point and clicks like of old so like things like um, uh, Monkey Island and Day of the Tentacle that sort of stuff again yeah. they um, allow you to sort of tell a story without a violence um, sort of um, 
undertone or overtones even um, and it just allows you to sort of do point click puzzle that sort of thing um, yeah and I, I you know i'd say that in, that includes uh your mists and ribbons yeah um siberia etc all of those yeah hidden also kind of hidden object games as well which is you know gazillions of yeah and and I mean, I'm going to try and stay on the more um, the more popular titles as well when when I talk about this because I mean, you could say that yeah, like like what you just sort of said, hidden object games. Yeah, I mean, you could go on the Google Play Store and you could find like hundreds of them just by typing in the words hidden object. But I want to try and keep to the more popular side of things because I'm sure there are um, a fuck ton of. <laughs> non-violent games but i i want to try and keep with ones that are more in the public knowledge as well um just for for my own personal <laughs> um nonsense um but yeah, yeah like, your own your own internal irrational rules of uh yeah. this discussion <laughs> exactly <laughs> which yeah. Yeah, i vocalized most of them but i think it makes sense <laughs> um but yeah like story driven games and i suppose there's a very big genre, um, which is a very all-encompassing nonsense word, but I think you know what I'm getting at when I say it, and that is puzzle games. Yeah, I had puzzle games on my list. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I mean, puzzle games can go from, like, absolutely anything and can uh, apply to many, many genres. You could even argue that minecraft is a puzzle game um so it, it's just it's, it's not worth going down that sort of level of um defining what puzzle is but when i say puzzle i mean things like your tetrises or your um pit cross things that are actually logical puzzle games almost like you know doable and you know and, and it, like a crossword style or something like that those sort of lend themselves to not be towards fighting games. Now, of course, there are a million different um, puzzle games out there, and in fact, Tetris, you could argue, is actually quite a violent game. Uh, <laughs> especially when you play the, the online competitive version. Um, I have certainly punched walls and things like that when playing that. Um, <laughs> but no, no, I am like... There is actually uh, games from that genre, um, such as Puzzle Fighter, um, <laughs> which is, you know, actually depicting where it, where it is just gems falling down from the sky. It is depicting, you know, uh, Morrigan fighting Chun Li or whoever, you know. So I mean, I think the it, it it's a it's a trap um, category and. You know, there's probably about a million things that fall into it and a million counter-arguments as to why puzzle games shouldn't necessarily be in non-violent games. But do you know where mm -hmm. I'm coming from there? Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm, when I was thinking about games to talk about, one of one of, one of my lists is definitely a, uh, a kind of a puzzle game. Um, you know, and it's it's your Poyo Poyos, uh, your Buster Moves, uh, What's the Sega? Mean Bean Machine? Oh, all columns, columns, all of those. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, through to Candy Crush and um, games like that. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they all are like like match three games again. You you still have um, like what was that really popular one? Um, Puzzle Quest as well. Literally puzzle in the name where you actually have to collect three together. You yeah. level up RPG like heroes, your paladins or your rogues or whatever, and you and they attack a boss. But somehow that's connected to how many um, you know red bricks you got in a row to increase HP or whatever. Um, I, I mean, that's the thing. Um, my other genre is sports. Mm-hmm. Now, sports is an easy one um, because there's very clearly defined um, sports games which are not necessarily violent to each other. Driving games are competitive. However, things like Burnout, Mario Kart, Crazy Taxi are probably not <laughs> in the, the level of driving games that are non-violent. I mean, Mario Kart is chucking stuff at each other. Um, and I guess when you're talking like an F1 game or a Gran Turismo, the whole goal is not to crash. Um, whereas with other games, like literally have crash in the title or yeah, burnout, I mean, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, the central mechanic of Flat Out, for example, yeah. particularly the mini games, which are excellent, is <laughs> how far how far can I launch my guy through a windscreen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean that that is that is um, the actual premise of driving. Driving, I think, is fine, but when it becomes like uh, like Mario Kart or like the Flatouts, I think that's where it doesn't fit into non-violent um, manager games. No, uh, yeah, I didn't think. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, I I don't know if you really care for them, but like. You've got football manager, you've got East Side hockey manager, and fair enough, there is uh, like especially with hockey, I'm sure there is violence in there. But you're ultimately playing a manager. You're benching people, yes, to get injuries, but it's not necessarily injuries from you know <laughs> <laughs> gunshot wounds or yeah, an yeah. incident involving zombies. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it's kind of different. And um, but yeah, manager games. There's a whole stack of them out there. Um, and additionally, sort of a mixture between the two is the hardcore Sims as well. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think very, very easy ones of the the truck driving Sims, where oh, yeah. people, I, I still, oh, I still God, don't yeah. get my head Just, around these. You know. So I don't know. I can, I can kind of see the appeal. Uh, so what was I looking at? It's one of the one of the many, 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 you know, train simulators. Yep. Uh, and it was, uh, I can't remember where it was, some European, I watched a whole video about some European um, tram line. Uh, and it's, it, I can kind of see, I mean, I don't get it myself, but I can kind of see, you know, because it's just super photorealistic, uh, you know, really simple controls, uh, and you're just kind of going around. And there's a whole raft of those now, and, and they do quite well. Uh, farming simulator yeah 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 farming um, simulator is just like I, I don't understand why that is such a massive <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, all these you know all these different lorry driving you know, long haul lorry driving ones and train driving ones um, and then I do know a couple of people who 
uh, he wouldn't necessarily call themselves gamers um, because they just exclusively play Sims, you know, so uh, not the Sims, simulators, sorry. Um, you know, so they'll play like real-time long-haul flight simulators and, and invest more money than I think either of us have invested in, in, in monitors, and, yeah, yeah, PCs, yeah. Nuts, stair, yeah. Uh, a chair, um, you know, the right kind of joystick. Um, so yeah, and those obviously normally fall outside of those categories. Of, yeah. of course, every time I've ever touched the simulator is often quickly a quick race to, you know, how can I destabilize this thing? Yeah, yeah, um. exactly <laughs> like you playing <laughs> Skyrim. As soon as you get to that first village, yeah. shoot the chicken, everybody attacks you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, even, even in, you know, GTA, uh, which has the trains, it will be, okay, hop in the train and then, you know, just keep upping the speed until the whole thing derails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I actually stumbled um, across that whole genre by just scrolling down in Steam and um, there was, like, a live broadcast of somebody doing a European long haul across <laughs> Germany and I was just like, fucking hell. I mean, how how into it I mean, must you be to just watch it? Never yeah, mind. I, I, <laughs> I bet there were more watches of that than... Uh, than a lot of other things. I bet they're really popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like... So, uh, along with that, um, I actually... I, I've got a very, very vague um, genre, and it's not really a genre, but I feel like it... You've already kind of touched on it, but the genre is... <laughs> Nintendo games. Um, because um, things like uh, Animal Crossing and Tomodachi Life, which are completely like your wholesome games that you'd mentioned before, I, I think the Nintendo have a very steady leaning to towards the wholesome games, um, and I think uh, as a genre, um, it's it's almost worthwhile to sort of saying that. Or do you, do you agree? Yeah. Disagree? I don't. I was thinking about Animal Crossing actually. I don't know. It, d it depends how hardline you want to be. Uh, so there are some quite violent bits in Animal Crossing. So, for example, when the fishing tournament is on, uh, and you basically give these fish to Chip, who then eats them in front of you in five bites <laughs> to then judge their size. <laughs> yeah. So if you're, if you're kind of more down the kind of Peter. RSP, uh, RSPCA end, um, fishing and hunting and trading in bugs and fish. Uh, and of course, Mr. Rossetti, he's pretty, um, he's verbally abusive to you. Yeah, he's very aggy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so minor things like that aside, yeah. Uh, but I guess, I guess you can, those kind of, I don't know, how would you describe the Animal Crossing Harvest Moon is of this world. Does it really have a... I, I mean, if we were being British, uh, we would call them farm em ups Oh, God. <laughs> farm em ups Yeah. Uh... Mortgage-em-ups. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Like, the mortgage thing is, is not even an event. Like, everybody bangs on about that, but, like, ultimately, you can not pay it. You know? Yeah, but then... Nothing then that happens. means you can't you can't have your separate bathroom, your basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's fine. I I you can come I mean, to terms with that. If you wanted to, you could do a poverty run yeah. on Animal Crossing. I don't know why you would. <laughs> we, I mean, it's a very capitalist game. It wants you to buy things <laughs> and get things. <laughs> so, so yeah, so if you wanted to to subvert that and just uh, refuse to give anyone any money. And just work on a barter economy for things that you find around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, dig up, get yeah. given, or um, uh, or catch. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe there are people out there who, who are playing it. Another category I've had on my list. I mean, you, you got all the other ones. Was um, rhythm and music. Game. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even done with my list. I've got quite a few. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Rhythm is actually next. Yeah, like. You've got the whole Guitar Hero rock band genre. You have the that Taiko one um, yeah. on the Switch. Um, yeah. Uh, Prapa the Rapper to go old school. Um, yeah. Space Channel one and and even <laughs> there's a Senran Kagura one, which is about cooking, um, where they fight each other and you just have to do like random button presses. It's, it's mental. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else that you had on your list? Uh, no. Right, I have another one, which is, or another two actually, three, fucking hell, Richie, read your own fucking <laughs> list. So, um, one I've just termed dopamine hits. Um, okay. so this is something that you would find on your phones. Um, but it's like pre-smartphone flash games, you know, things like Peggle, you know, Peggle isn't a puzzle game, Peggle is a pachinko, it is like fireball, let it hit all the things, there's no puzzle element there, it's almost like bust a move in reverse, um, and that, it, it just is sort of like, it adheres to sort of the inner casino, you know, sort of that feeling of like, right, I gotta get this thing, oh, then this thing is hit this thing, now that other thing's hit, and Peggle caters to that by, you know, making the screen flash or play Ode to Joy at you and shit like that. Um, but you get other things that sort of fall into similar categories, um, like, do you remember the old one of like, Toss the Penguin, so you would like, chuck something and then it would bounce and you want to try and see how far it would bounce based on sort of random <laughs> effects and stuff like that. that? You... Toss the penguin. Yeah, you not remember this? It was like, it was like Yeti Sports or something like that. No, no. And you still get this sort of stuff, like, in browsers, it's just, but basically, you sort of create a tra trajectory and then you see how much power it gets and then it fires off and then random things will happen which you have no control of but you okay. watch it go further and further and further and further and then you know you'll manage to pick up a rocket pack which will make you go even further and it's just it's pure dopamine you're doing you've done nothing but set the trajectory and fire it off and yet you remain transfixed watching the colors 
<laughs> play back at you. You know, human beings are idiots. It's like, oh, look at the flashy lights. Um, but that, those kind of games, and arguably even Tetris is one of those ones as well. Because if you finally get that fucking, you know, four in a row, it is just boom, um, dopamine hit, and and that's what it is. But there is no. Um, yeah, again, none of these necessarily have violence. I suppose tossing a penguin is fucking violent. Never thought about it that way. But <laughs> do you know where I'm coming from with Peggle? And I know that every game is a dopamine hit in some sort of fashion. But it's like you literally just let go of a thing. You've done one thing, set a trajectory, and then you sit and watch it do something and hope for big casino points. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think they aren't violent, but they, they're definitely a thing in games. Um, collectible card games is the other one I had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. some of them are, are tough as well because, like, they are about violence. So things like um, Hearthstone, you know, you're literally trying to whittle down the HP of your your opponent and yeah and, yeah and, and technically based on my rules any rpg where you're whittling down your uh, opponent's hp is still violence yeah fair enough yeah. you know like cloud will run up to you with a blooming seven foot long sword and it only takes off 20 hp <laughs> it doesn't necessarily slice you in half it's still violence you know yeah. um and then there is then there are you know RPGs where your card deck is your move set, so things like Baton Katos. So yep. what you're seeing is just like an RPG, it's just that your input is a deck of cards rather than uh, menu options. But th there are plenty of CCGs out there that don't necessarily have uh, violence connected to them. Um, yeah. But uh, again, this leads me to my very, very last one, and that is uh, board game emulators. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I had, um, which is sort of the same, uh, pinball games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of the same. Um, which is I... cra it's crazy they persist. I, I really don't. I could understand when we were younger, because you could actually, you know, pinballs were more, uh, pinball machines were more of a thing. Uh, oh, we have to stop saying more of a thing. We say it all the time. <laughs> 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 Yeah, more of a thing is, is a more thing. of a thing nowadays. It's more of a thing, and that's a thing. It's more of a thing. It's kind of more of a thing. Uh, that you, there was a higher chance, again, particularly in this weird fucking shitty little island we live on, of encountering a pinball machine in the wild. Uh, but, you know, often with every single new console release, there's always a really early on a pinball machine uh, game. Uh, and often they get rave reviews, you know, Good reviews, uh, so they're still with us, and, and you know, I just love to, to talk to some younger people. <laughs> just love to ask them, you know, do you play pinball games? Have you heard of pinball? Do you know what you're doing? Or you know, <laughs> are there people out there who are a big fan of pinball games but have never played a pinball machine? Weird that that persists. And then there's a whole, you know, that falls into similar to what you're saying with board games there's also bar games you know bowling skittles yeah not really like sports but a game based on 
game based on a real game yeah yeah and that brings me on to the last thing that i was going to mention is like it's weird uh always on nintendo for some reason or at least they're i, I only ever see them on nintendo you don't see them on like 360 or uh sorry xbox or uh playstation um is you get these like 50 in one game packs which include like um Sudoku's and yeah. Chess and yeah. Solitaire and Mahjong and yeah. Go and Backgammon uh, and again board game emulator really you know it's, but it's yeah. Uh, yeah again non-violent but yeah um, I think that's has covered most of the genres that I well, find lend themselves best so I've got one last provocation before we jump into some of our favourites okay um, how do you sit with games that uh, excuse their violence? So, for example, uh, in Pokemon games, right, everyone is KO'd. There's no, you know, uh, deaths or injury. Or with games, and there's quite a few now that play on the trope of, you know, you're a clone. So when you die, you wake up again. You know, your consciousness is is preserved, and their whole their whole game is based around you know, yeah, borderline. Dying, is a so. very very good yeah. yeah yeah. Um, are we including those or not? Uh, no, absolutely not. Because okay. uh, you're still enacting violence. It's exactly what I was saying. Like with the the idea of cloud. Yeah, in in all actuality, in Final Fantasy VII, cloud could run up to you and hit you with a seven foot sword and technically you should die because you've just been sliced in, t- in half or across the, the torso with a great big sword. You don't. You lose a little bit of HP. It's still violence though. It's still enacting something. So unless your Pokemon know nothing but tail wag, um, I'm going to say the Pokemon is still a violent game. <laughs> what about self-defense? So if you only ever used Wobbuffet, <laughs> so, was it counter and mirror move yeah mirror coat mirror coat yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say still violent okay because you can run away instead <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, I, that's what I'm saying it's like it, it's very hard to find it so I, I decided to take a hard line uh, and sort of say the cartoon violence is still violence regardless okay. you know so that's why I want to try and limit our list of games to ones that just are not violent at all in any fashion. Okay. But yeah, I anyway, think... let's go on to yeah. our um, list. You go first. Okay. <clears throat> so for this, um, so in doing this, because because it's a huge topic and we were looking for a way to cover it without without just getting lost, uh, you know, we could have the discussion we just had and go on and on and on and on and on with different examples and counterpoints. Um, so in order to focus it, uh, our homework, if you like, was to, to you know, pick five of uh, your favourite, maybe not the top five, maybe it's the first five you can think of, um, <laughs> non-violent games, um, to talk a little bit about uh, and to recommend, I guess, um, if you're out there looking for some non-violent games. So my first one, um, probably one of my favourite ones on this list, is Endless Ocean. Uh, which was on so Endless Ocean, Endless Ocean Two, which was on the Wii. Um, so they are diving simulators. There's not been that many since it, it, it had a predecessor series by the same company called Everblue, 
on the PlayStation 2. Uh, I think I did get a European release, but I never, I never got hold of it. So in Endless Ocean, uh, you go to different regions and you dive, uh, and all there is to do is to explore these underwater environments and encounter many different species of, of marine life. Uh, and, that, and that's it. Uh, Endless Ocean 2 builds on it a little bit, and there's kind of a lot more to do with the story and in investing in things. Um, but I I prefer the simplicity of the first one. And they introduced a lot more mechanics, and they made it a bit gamey in the second one. Uh, and there would be kind of angry fish that would nudge you with their nose, and then you, if you oh, kind of placated, violence. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wouldn't they wouldn't do any damage to you, and you placated them by kind of uh, going away, firing like a weird rainbow beam at them until they were happy. <laughs> No way! <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, they, they you know they wouldn't do any damage to each other. And the first one was much, had much less going on, but it was kind of a little bit um, it was a little bit more um, pure for it. Uh, so it's very educational. The soundtrack's phenomenal. So Haley Westerner, who used to have quite a name as as uh, you know one of these very nice uh, operatic voices. Um, there was a couple of songs by her, so you're just you're immersed in the ocean, uh, just just swimming around, discovering new species, um, adding them to your notebook. So you, if you encounter them three times, you have all the information about them. Uh, taking photos of them was another part of it, uh, and that's all there is to it. Um, I mean, I absolutely love them. Um, like I said, I, I can't think of many other games like that there was africa for the playstation 3 but we never got released here uh that i was quite keen on which seemed to be the same idea so africa with a k rather than a c it seemed to be the same idea but based on you know um safaris uh so i think you can because playstation 3 was region 3 so i think you can import one of the versions which has a uh, english in it but we never got a we never got a power release, I don't think. Mm. Um, and then there's another, there's a very similar one to Ender's Ocean coming out soon, based on, I can't remember which platform it is, but I saw it and I got excited, so I thought it was Ender's Ocean, um, but unfortunately it's a Western game, so it's a bit more, a bit more mechanics-y, a bit more stuff and gubbins to do, um, whereas, whereas I really just, and, and this is the whole point why I wanted to have this uh, this podcast, is arguably I enjoy some of these games more than I do uh, uh, some of the violent games um, we have. So yeah, Endless Ocean, uh, and me and, my, me and my wife played through both of those, hundreds of hours into each, uh, just hoovering up all the different species and just soaking in the environment really. Oh, cool. Um, I suppose I'm actually going to go for one of my games now. And it's, yeah. a, it's a very, very obvious one we've already kind of talked about. And that would be... It's actually series, and that's Guitar Hero slash Rock Band. The Rhythm Games. Cop out I know. I mean, obviously, I spent a long time on all of these ones. I think there's only like a smattering of the actual Guitar Hero games that I haven't played. Um, 
Yeah, because they, they really started salami slicing those, right? Into they really did, yes. More and more specific genres and updates and track things, yeah. I mean, you have to remember, it started off with the original Guitar Hero on the PlayStation yeah. 2. None of the tracks were licensed. Very few people remember this, but they were like, you know, actual people just doing covers of them. So you mm -hmm. had like Franz Ferdinand take me out and um, uh, what was it called? Crazy Train by um, Ozzy Osbourne, and he's like, "This is like fake cover versions of it." <laughs> and people were just playing along, you know, um, and and it's uh, that's where it all sort of kicked off. I think it was Guitar Hero Two they started to get actual licensed ones or. Uh, unique tracks and things like that, and they moved on from there. Um, and then there was the split, where some people from one of the company wanted to go and do something else, and other people wanted to do other things, so it split into Rock Band and Guitar Hero, um, which basically meant, because now there was a platform for licensing these, it just meant that some people got some artists and other people got other artists. Uh, which just meant that you could play both of them and they would play a little differently. Ultimately the same. Um, but the, um, the songs were just different on each one. Um, and yeah, I mean, as it sort of went through the platform, you know, you like. It expanded. It, suddenly, you didn't just have guitars. You had karaoke. You had the drum set. You had um, like you could play bass on it, but you could, could kind of already do that if you wanted to. Um, and also um, the keyboard option as well, which literally was just playing keyboard. There was there was no plastic instrument there, it was a fucking keyboard add-on for the game. Um, but yeah, like, a as a series, it, it then deviated into the Slice Salami versions that you're talking about, so you started getting uh, Rock Band Beatles, or Guitar oh, yeah. Hero Aerosmith, or Lego Rock Band. Oh, uh, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about that. <laughs> it was one of the best versions. So instead of, um, what's it called? Uh, instead of like red lights or coloured lights coming towards you, it was Lego bricks. Um, <laughs> and the characters performing in the background, which if you're playing Guitar Hero, you're not watching what's going on in the background. You're watching intently for those notes flying down so you can hit them. Um, but yeah, like they, they did um, have many, many different versions um, flying out, out there. Um, and then it kind of died a death. I think um, yeah. it was sort of like beating a dead horse um, until Guitar Hero came out again on the, um, the Wii U. Um, and I think some of the other platforms uh, with a new plastic peripheral. Uh, which is another guitar, uh, but it has six buttons, and they are on top of each other, so they're like in a row of two, 
so you actually have to move your hand up and down and that was the whole concept look at us look at this it's different it's the same but it's different uh, and ultimately what that meant was you just had to relearn everything again um which i don't and think just, many people were on for you just reminded me with the two rows of buttons there was also a ds version right where you got like a uh oh, the a handheld thing yeah, yeah i've got yeah, that one, a little yeah. You really you got the yeah. little peripheral did it yeah. did it plug into the back or did it um i can't remember i think it there, there was a socket on the bottom or the top or something like that and basically yeah. you plug it in and you hold it with one hand yeah uh, yeah <laughs> and you sort of tap <laughs> it as it goes along yeah yeah i did the ds version as well awesome oh, man <laughs> oh god uh, yeah it's really sad because again for our generation of gamers that that was a whole period you know if, we, if we're putting together the uh the you know chronostratigraphy of, of of gaming um the guitar hero and arguably the kind of just dance period which we're still in you know just dance yeah still. singstar as well singstar was a yeah. big thing yeah uh and it was weird how it, for a while every, you know everyone was playing it and then it and then it just kind of petered out and, and completely vanished one of the things I liked, and one of the things we talked about a lot on this podcast, um, uh, is you know people would come over again, not necessarily people who played many games before or would consider themselves a gamer, and, and that would just be your evening. You yeah. know, you get a few, get a few beers in or whatever, uh, and then you just sit there and take it in turns to to kind of um, perform these songs. That was that was great. Yeah, had many I mean... are great. I had a, yeah, I had a few friends, and um, it was uh, they, they weren't necessarily gamers, um, although arguably yes. Uh, but the um, we we played through the endless set list together. So, so the yeah. endless set list was um, the big achievement in Rock Band Two, uh, where you have to go through every song in order in the same difficulty and. That literally just meant that you were playing the game solidly for like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just like it was. It was a slog, but it was good. Um, I had great fun. It's such a good achievement to have. One of the best achievements I do have, uh, just to have actually gone through and done that. Yeah, yeah. It's good exercise as well. Yeah, I, I mean they tried hard with the the Wii U, um, to to sort of create a future-proof version of it where they had this sort of channel that was just constantly playing them and you mm -hmm. could just jump in at any point and start playing um, and it was supposed to cycle and change but I think people are just done with it uh, they're not interested it's not a thing um, in-home plastic instrument karaoke just died yeah um, and that's a shame because it's a weird set of skills that I, I I still have. And in fact, yeah, um just before COVID hit, um I went to a rock band karaoke party. Um <laughs> and it was like literally um uh, it was like people who could sign up uh, on the day and you just choose a song um and play. And um it was weird like the first time uh, when I picked up the instruments because it'd been like what, three or four years since I'd last done it, um, I, I I couldn't quite remember and I wasn't hitting the notes. I was like, 
this is annoying. But a few drinks in, and it was like riding a bike. I was back in, playing, <laughs> playing along, and uh, ended up winning that competition as well. Our oh. band, <laughs> of course, it did. Billy, Billy, big boots. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually see, did. <laughs> added, add that trophy next to your uh, Mario Kart all format. Um, what was the most ridiculous tournament you claimed to have won? Single player Streets of Rage, next to your Streets of Rage trophy, uh, and your Mortal Kombat trophy. Yep. Yeah, so that sounds cool. So that was like on a on a stage, like a like an actual it was stage. Actual like stage, a, and it was yeah. it was actually uh, it was my girlfriend's um, work's night out, so I knew nobody. <laughs> so I was just like, man, somebody do some singing. I want to play the guitar. Uh, yeah. There was just like a few people that were into it, so I ended up sort of like. I mean, ultimately, I'd played in about, you know, maybe a third of the bands that were on that night, right. so there was a good chance I was going to win one of them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, it was, um, yeah, it's a rock band slash the band version of Guitar Hero still lives on as a, as a hipster millennial thing to do. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, it was in the middle of Hammersmith, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe, maybe it'll be like a VR, and it'll come back. Did, has you know, has VR wave. come back? Have you yeah. got a VR set? No, no, but it came back, and then it's gone away again. But, you know, we'll see it again. Well, um, I mean, VR was, like, popular in the fucking... 90s. Do you not remember Craig Charles um, hosted a show with VR in yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it keeps coming back. I'll, I'll um, give you a tenner if you could tell me what the name of that show was. <laughs> oh, I, I cannot do. remember for the life of me. Right. Right. <laughs> Fuck. I remember. Okay. Yeah, sorry, go on. We've got to move on. We've got to move on. God's got conscious that we've, we've spoken loads about our first two games. Uh, the next one I'm going to choose, very much representing puzzle games, uh, is a DSiWare game called Pico Picked. Uh, and now if you remember when these came out in the late noughts, uh, there's a whole series of games called Art Style. Okay. That came out for WiiWare and DSiWare, and so they were cheap games based around uh, one kind of thing. Um, and so there was the uh, Ace Ten was one, Light Tracks, Orbient. Uh, so I picked up Picker Picks because it got really good reviews at the time. Uh, and the way it works, uh, it's kind of perfect for the DS. So. Blocks scroll down the screen much like Tetris. When they hit other blocks, they turn into solid blocks. And what you want to do is you're, you, you, you're essentially turning those blocks into their component squares. So if you imagine like you know, the, the long one in Tetris is four squares. Uh, and then you want to connect blocks and so they form, I think it's lines of three or four, and then they disappear. Uh, as the shapes come down, but the gimmick behind it was that you are 
you're playing this game and the different color blocks there'd be three or four colors per level uh, the different kind of blocks which you're raising are going up to the top screen to make a um, a little picture based on a NES game. Okay, okay. Uh, so you know the first level is is Mario Brothers, so the the colours are kind of like Goomba Brown, uh, uh, and then the Mario Red and the Mario Nose and the Mario Hair, and so you you keep the blocks off long enough, uh, and you go to the picture, and the thing that I mean, that is a great game as it is, um, but the thing that really made it phenomenal is as you built up that picture, um, more and more of the music started to come in. So when you first start playing, for example, the, you know, the, the Mario theme level, uh, initially all you'd get is like doot, 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 and then as you build the picture, it would be like doot, 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 uh, <laughs> until, you're, until you're almost near the end and the whole... Uh, and the whole game is playing. Um, really, really good. And for a good period of time, that was my go-to. You know, if you if you were on a plane, train, uh, kind of long haul thing, which you couldn't do anything, it would be it would be. Oh, I'll play a bit of pick up it, and then it would just get in your head, uh, and that's all you'd, all you'd be thinking about. Uh, once you got all the way through to the end, and it was, it was really tricky, uh, and there were kind of phases where. Um, shapes would come down at different speeds and different levels would have kind of different different um shaped blocks coming down uh so you had to kind of use the tactics and just just a really nice mechanic i've explained i think i've explained the kind of the block mechanic really poorly um so <laughs> it's a very hard concept to try and explain <laughs> to someone is, i mean all power to you <laughs> <laughs> they're smooth blocks but when they when you when they hit the bottom they turn into solid blocks you can store up those solid blocks along the sidebar, or you can also move them around. Um, yeah, exactly. I know. Just, just fucking look up a video or, or download it. Is it even available anymore? Probably not, no. Yeah, it's um, Nintendo. It's, it's gone. It's, it's practically yeah, bookburning at this stage. DSiWare? Is that still available? Who knows? I've still got it on my 3DS. I moved it up. I don't think you can get it again. Uh, yeah, that was great. So, great music great concept and, and one that really really kind of hurt your brain um because you were looking at the shapes coming down and going okay how can i how can i turn this into a four um or how can i line up the blocks underneath it so when the first one hits this color disappears then this color disappears and this color disappears so uh, that fits yeah. in pretty solidly with my sort of puzzle um core that i sort of yeah. mentioned before yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely cool, cool. uh Shall I move on to my next one? Aye. Cool. Um, So you might be able to argue this one, um, but I went for Catherine. Now, I know that there's, like, remake of it, full body, um, but I thought Catherine was a really, really good one because that actually hits two levels. Um, It is a visual novel story about guilt. Um, and the other level is it's a puzzle of going up the stairs and avoiding things till you can get to leave your dream. There is an overarching, um, what's the word, menace, um, and you are running about in boxer shorts, but I, I don't think it's hang, high hang on. Within the canon, what happens if you don't get to the top of the pyramid? You don't wake up. <laughs> okay, fair enough. 
<laughs> no, I'll, I'll allow it because most of the game is visual novel and then um, uh, uh, block scrambler. Yeah, yeah, block scrambler is wrong. <laughs> a block scrambler map. We are in Britain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's the, that's the official UK Games Institute designation for that genre. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Have you played Full Body? I haven't played Full Body at all. It's not on um, a platform I can get it on. It's really annoying because the announcement of Catherine Full Body was like literally like a week before they actually released Catherine on PC. So I thought, oh, oh wow. they're, they're just bringing out that version. And then I saw, I saw it and I read it and like, wait a minute, this isn't the one with the extra character. What's going on here? Uh, so yeah, uh, fuck it. Um, they, they just brought out the old game at the same time, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, it's good because I guess it's preserving that um, thing as a thing. Um, oh God. As a thing. Things. Thing is a thing. Preserving um, that thing is a thing. Yeah, preserving that thing is a thing. Uh, no, no, it's like it is actually, um, you know, you you are able to play the old version of it. It's not like they brought the new version that disappears, but it still is pretty fucky not to just give me the new version as well. So uh, eventually, once it comes out in the PC, I mean. Yeah. Catherine came out in what 2008 it's now 2020 <laughs> Christ okay <laughs> so sometime in the if we last until the 2030s the 2030s uh, when everybody has their own personal bubble <laughs> yeah Catherine yeah. Catherine full bodied will come out on PC yeah um, and yeah like I just touched on it very briefly. The visual novel, if you haven't already, it really plays on Gil. Um, you know, did he... There's two different Catherines. There's Catherine, his fiance, and Catherine with a K, who's this um, very eager, thirsty version of Catherine. Um, and they both um, are seeking his attention. Um, and there's a, a heavy level of guilt. Did you sleep with this other Catherine? Did you not? And how you play out in that sort of uh, level. It's quite interesting. Um, and um, yeah, it stuck with me for a long time. Because I mean, I, did, I played it, what, maybe 10 or so years ago? And it was, um, it, it's just always one that stuck with me. And I'd love to play. <laughs> the new um, <laughs> Catherine full body just not worth forking out for a PS4 for it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it adds another Catherine, right? Or yeah. uh, uh, another Catherine based game. Kathy? I, I think it's Kathy with a Q. Or Quatherin. Quatherin. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I have no idea. I know that there is another Catherine in there. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Shall I go again? Yeah, your go. So this, as we've been talking, this list has changed at least three times. Um, so as we're going through them, it's a very dynamic list. The next one uh, is one of my, I think, absolute favourites, uh, and it's Pokemon Channel. Um, so although, the, <laughs> although the Pokemon mainline games we've kind of ruled out, uh, there are many spin-offs, uh, and so it's either this or 
their Pokemon typing adventure, um, which is which is yeah, essentially typing of the dead, but on the 3DS with a wireless keyboard. Um, but I think Pokemon Channel skips it. Uh, came out on the GameCube. Relatively hard to find over here. Uh, and in this game, you watch TV with Pikachu, and that is almost it. Uh, so there's a, a, a whole movie um, which they break up into, I think, eight segments. Uh, and so you kind of unlock those different segments to then be able to watch this whole movie uh, in a row. And if you do that, you unlock Jirachi for the, the Game Boy Advance games, which is, I think, why I picked it up initially. But then there are lots of different channels, all based around different Pokemon. You unlock more channels based on the channels that you watch. There's a shopping channel, so you can order shit that turns up in your house. Uh, and then there are various uh, locations that you and Pikachu can go to. There's a snow location, and you can talk to different Pokemon there and, and kind of find items, um, mostly money, which helps you buy stuff to furnish your apartment with. Uh, so it's all about interacting with this, with this Pikachu. The marketing at the time kind of, you know, I think made big claims about the artificial intelligence of this Pikachu so that over time each each person's Pikachu would be a different kind of character. <laughs> um, it would have a favourite channel so when I was trying to do this thing of watching all the film clips in a row uh, he would be insistent on turning back to uh, his favourite channel. I can't remember which one that was. Uh, there was a and some of the some of the channels were phenomenal so there was a Mareep channel uh, where which is just Marie jumping over a fence, so, you know, like the counting sheep. Brilliant. That. Brilliant. <laughs> Endlessly. Um, you could take screenshots uh, and then kind of paint and colour over them, and then there was like a sort of like a art gallery program where Smeagol would then assess your painting um, every now and then. There was a Wobbuffet news channel, which is just. <laughs> Wobbuffet saying Wobbuffet over and over again and sometimes it would jump to a report uh, with a Meowth who's out in one of the areas and, and would kind of highlight things that things are there. Uh, so yeah, really fun. Um, also, uh, so you could upgrade your TV, um, buy stuff. There's also like a trading holographic kind of card game thing. But you could also unlock the Pikachu Mini and all of the Pikachu Mini games would rarely come up for sale. Um, so this is kind of a double, a double pick if you like, because um, for my money, Snorlax Lunchtime on the Pokemon Mini is one of the greatest games of all time. <laughs> Why is that? It's just fine. So, so uh, you're a, you play as a Snorlax, and you've got a plate in front of you, uh, and somebody will put an apple down. And you press A to eat it, and you have to just do that as many times as possible. There's a t very, uh, a time limit in which to do it. But occasionally, somebody will put a peachy on the plate instead of an apple, and you don't want to eat the peachy. Okay. And so, yeah, me and a friend were competing for high scores on that for a long, long time. <laughs> uh, and as you know, it's one of those games you can get into a, a flow with. Yeah, because <laughs> all, all you have to do is press A or don't press A, 
but you you know you've got two seconds to make that decision every time and sometimes you'll go into flow and be able to do it really quickly and other times you'll you'll kind of keep clocking up um so yeah so that's that's also tucked in a non-violent game tucked in uh uh another non-violent game um yeah fun getting to watch and i i wish we had more of those because this kind of this i keep saying kind of it's really annoying me uh, this fits in with um it's a kind of thing <laughs> this kind of thing do you remember ipad no for the playstation 3 I think oh it was yeah, 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 yeah 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 use the camera and you'd have a virtual it's when there was a small trend in doing alternate reality alternate reality is that right uh, ar AR. What does AR stand for? <laughs> um, augmented reality. <laughs> there we go. Alternate reality. Jesus. That's where you could. So yeah, on the original PlayStation Three, you could beam in an alternate dimension to um to, that you'd only see to your TV. No, uh, you'd have a pet, and then there was also something to do with a scarpet as well. So I really, I really like the idea of those uh, virtual pets, but they do a bit of learning, and it's all about interacting with those. Um, and it, although it was obviously very kind of primitive and, and sometimes Pikachu would add a bit, uh, act a bit psychotic in in its demands, uh, it was a fun, yeah, uh, fun kind of game. And I bought it to get legendary Pokemon and actually really enjoyed getting kind of stuck into the game and and, uh, and hung on afterwards uh, to unlock like the Spanish version of the movie as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Channel. Yeah. Um, the next one um, <laughs> is one that we may have talked about before on this show. Um, is it? Is it? Bruce Campbell's DLC in uh, potential DLC in Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, is Bruce Campbell potentially going to be in Mortal Kombat 11? <laughs> <laughs> Is it something you got for free from the Epic Store? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, no! <laughs> is it both of those things? No. Non-violent Bruce Campbell DLC <laughs> is now free on the Epic Store. Dicky by the peach. No, no, <laughs> no, and no. It's, okay. It's basically another genre which I never really mentioned or never talked about, but it's one that we both like. Um, it is quiz games so jackbox uh, oh yeah uh, but there's been plenty of other quiz games throughout the years that we've enjoyed um the ever popular amazing why is it never come back 100 to 1 um, oh, the best if you were one of the people who played that you're a good you're person lucky, yeah <laughs> you're a good person <laughs> it was just phenomenal yeah um, uh, and I don't understand why it's not still a thing. I guarantee during COVID times, how great would it be just to be able to have teams, you know, know. play yeah. quizzes against each yeah. other? You know, it doesn't matter the... if it's some stupid buzz presenter or whatever, you know? Because <laughs> well, they, they had celebrity hosts, right? Yeah. Who would, who would come on? So if, if, you, so if you don't know, uh, the game show 100 to 1, um, I think it started off as an American thing. Anyway, for a while, it was a 
free to everybody who had an Xbox 360. Um, and it ran for, I remember it being, in my mind, it's a very short period of time. And the whole idea behind that game isn't necessarily, it's just like a general knowledge game, isn't necessarily, uh, do you know the answer to whatever question? It's how well you do compared to the other hundred people playing. And so when it was on the 360, you were playing against another hundred uh, people live. Uh, and so it, it just really felt like you were on a, you're in a, an American style quiz. game show. Yeah, 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 an American style game show, playing live with other people, and then and then over a, a couple of weekends they had different uh, celebrity hosts. And you had yeah. actual prizes as well. Yeah. Citroen gave away a car on it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I don't understand why that is not still a thing, or indeed why it died away. But again, that I remember that at the same time as doing the endless setlist and rock band. So obviously. I, I'm just out of touch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, and then and again, it's one of those gaming experiences that is, has just gone now. You can't recreate it. There's no offline way. It doesn't exist as a as a no. product you can buy. There isn't an offline version, uh, and I think an offline version would have been as good, good anyway because then you know the you know, the computers. Yeah. Faffling up a statistic about how many people do and don't know the answer to this question. Um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Also, Jackbox was the other thing that I wanted to mention. Um, it's like it, I'm not going to go into a great detail. You can go back and listen to whatever episode it was I talked about. Oh, should, that's something I should have had to hand, isn't it? <laughs> go back and listen, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, Jackbox, they have lots of different quizzes. They have general knowledge. They have that, that murder mystery one. They have quick fire edition. They have lots of different fun cooperative games that aren't about shooting each other. You know, I suppose the murder mystery one technically does have a hint of violence in it. <laughs> Yeah, you do you do die in fairly violent ways. Yeah, so maybe that's that's not a good example. Oops. But we go back to the. Let's skip that one. Yeah, let's skip that one. <laughs> um, or you could have giant beatboxing robots. Although you do break buildings in that one, you could assume that they are um, unoccupied. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can also play it without destroying the buildings. So let's yeah. just assume everyone does that. Uh, yeah, the quiz games in general. Uh, Trivial Pursuit as well, and there was Trivial Pursuit Live, which wasn't actually live, uh, but they're still. <laughs> it's just a massive collection of questions, and it's good fun. Um, yeah. We had, a good, we had good times on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on the PlayStation. Yes, yes. Um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on the PC as well is a solid yeah. game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that guy doing the Chris Tarrant. Um, impression, but the, the actual <laughs> character doesn't look like Chris Tarrant. Really yeah. weird. Uh, yeah, uh, we licensed <laughs> we licensed his voice likeness, but not his voice uh, or his actual likeness. <laughs> so we we can employ an impersonator. Yeah. Um. Oddly, whilst we've been speaking, um, I just uh, saw my phone flashed up with a message. Harmonix has got a new. Uh, game coming out, Harmonix as of um, 
the rock band yeah. um, company uh, called Hot. Fuse. Fuser. Hot off the press. Yeah, I read about that. So um, I read a, that they were doing something. Yeah, DJ Simulator. But it's still got playstyle elements like it. So, I mean, maybe the rock band genre isn't dead, but I remember uh, there was a DJ hero as well, wasn't Yeah, there was. forgot about that. Which came with a mixing deck peripheral. Yeah. Which was basically a plastic circle. Yeah, with yeah. some knobs. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, Jackbox, quiz games. Definitely um, non-violent good games. What have you got up next? Uh, this is one that I've changed since the podcast began because you you said something to remind me of it. Um, yeah. And it's... Uh, so when the Wii had been out for a while, there was the kind of Wii family of games, I guess, which most of which are non-violent. So there's Wii Fit, Wii Fit Plus, Wii Play... Good show, yeah. Wii Sports, Wii Sports uh, Plus, oh no, Wii Sports Resort and Wii Play Motion. Um, and I loved these little compilations and I, I've, I've written on the blog many times how I think these games were little kind of tasters of what you could do with a Wiimote. Um, and so these, yeah, look, these, each of these games was a mini smorgasbord and unfortunately, nobody ever ran with half of those ideas. Uh, some of them were duff, so the kind of cow racing game was just not very good at all. But others were fantastic. So there's two games on Wii Play Motion, and as we've been talking, I've flip flopped between which one I want to put on my list. Although I could just cheat and put all of Wii Motion Plus on. We played Wii Play Motion, sorry. Um, but I'm going to go with the Skip Skimmer. Skip Skimmer. Yeah, so it was a stone skipping game. Yes. Where you uh, use the Wiimote. You, it was just phenomenal because the first bit of it was you pick your pebble. So you could you look down at a beach and you pick them up, uh, you know, turn them around. You go, oh, that one's a bit wobbly, that one's a bit fat. And then if you did very well, you would unlock. I remember there being a pebble with a duck on it. So as it as you skimmed it, it would make a quacking noise, or the UFO would do big slow bounces. Uh, and then you compete to try and skim these stones as far as possible. Um, um, of all the games uh, on Wii Play Motion, so Wii Play was kind of the not as good sibling of the other ones in the Wii family, that like Wii whatever family. Uh, but that was one of the games we played a lot of, like ages and ages of playing that with my family <laughs> to try and get records uh, you know beat records and get and get far distances and and start um unlocking all these uh, weird stones uh so yeah skip skip skimmer phenomenal uh, if, you, if you have a wii or access to a wii u uh, and a wii motion plus i'd recommend digging those out the other game that i didn't pick which i'm going to give a sh- small shout out for i think i made it my game of the year three years in a row on <laughs> the pages of www.thatguys.co.uk is Star Shuttle, uh, so you'd be you'd use the Wii Mote, sort of like a spaceship. So, you know, if you imagine your child playing with a spaceship and swishing all around, uh, and you had to get it in the right orientation to attach it to a space station. Um, that's great. Uh, <laughs> none of those ideas ever saw the light of day ever again, which is which is sad because 
I'd be down for some stone skimming and, and more space manipulation. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, the, we touched on another game very, very briefly, but never really went into any detail on it. The Sims. Is the Sims oh, yeah. allowed into our um, non-violent game? I don't know, because as you were talking earlier, I was thinking about, uh, oh, what about things like theme hospital, theme park, um, and those games, what are they called? Park God management? God, God games, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but then, I don't know, I think you can only count it if you never locked your sim in the swimming pool to drown or, or <laughs> removed all the doors to a room so they starved to death or, yeah, or fire. removed yeah. removed all the um, fences in the Jurassic Park park manager uh, so that the dinosaurs escaped uh, if you're that kind of person yes you can count it but I have never if there's a way to cause injury <laughs> injury death or damage to my virtual people yeah. It's like, I was thinking uh, even like of Sim City, even the old Sim Cities, you could just get bored and uh, bring in a hurricane or Godzilla or <laughs> or a flood or something like that. Uh, yeah. And I think that's what really defined them as god games in that yeah. sort of fashion, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I I don't think it's valid to be a god game if uh, if you're all benevolence and no violence, no you know, no punishment. Um, which is, of course, exactly what black and white were about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but the less we talk about it, more we knew the better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my next game... Uh, I was just touching on that just because we sort of mentioned on it. Um, my next game that I have been enjoying recently, it was potentially going to be a What Are You Playing, is actually Snooker 19. No way, okay. <laughs> um... I. It's <laughs> weird. So you're not even playing Snooker 20, so you're behind already. Although there is no Snooker 20. Okay. Um, Snooker 19 is a fun, flawed game. Um, I I liked Snooker. I, I like I had um I had a phase where I would just sit and watch the Snooker for ages. Um, and I don't know why. Um, but it was just fun. Like when it, people were starting to gear up and it was red, black, red, black. And, um, I, I picked up Snooker 19, had a bit of fun, and it's actually it's challenging as well. There is a great deal of knowledge behind, you know, backspin and um, sidespin and all that sort of stuff that you need to know going into this game. Um, and it's all they've actually licensed and got a whole bunch of the popular snooker players of today in there um, they don't look great everything else looks great like the balls are fucking shiny and um, the table looks realistic there's like you can almost see the shag pile in the carpet yeah but the actual models of the people are fucking questionable um, and even like <laughs> you know that thing where they get the uh the um, where they sort of like they get this camera angle where you're looking directly down and at the person 
If you do that, their face kind of folds in in itself. You'll see their, their <laughs> hand going into the face. You know, like classic PS2 graphics. You're just like, yeah. what the fuck is this? You know, like, they've done a lot. So it's, it's, it's a good snooker game. They've got these likenesses in there. They've got good commentators. They don't have the snooker theme tune, which fucking kills me. Like, <laughs> it's one of the best bits. Um, maybe it's not even maybe it. you can kind of um oh stop saying kind of maybe you could set up your phone and then play it whilst the uh, intro spins up so that yeah 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 exactly <laughs> that's a good shout uh, but yeah it's um in general it is a great snooker game it is a sim snooker game almost and as much as you can do like 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 if you play a, a golf sports game it's nothing to do with fucking golf it's about you know click 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 yeah you know that yeah. and, and, and it's the same sort of thing but it does have the atmosphere of golf because you've got the wind whistling you watch the ball go and you've got Pierre Alice you know saying something in the background at you um, um, and the snooker's kind of the same thing um, and they've got the same sort of banter of good positioning of the ball that sort of stuff um, yeah, yeah. so it, it's got a good atmosphere about it and every so often you just remind you that it's a video game whenever you see the supposed character models that they've tried to put in there um, but yeah it's, it's, it's a good bit of fun I'm glad I picked it up um, and is it is it VR compatible do you know I have no idea um, like that would be that'd be great. No, that that's the kind of game where VR yeah. would work. Yeah, you're right. Being able just to sort of look around the the yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, and kind of get your eye on the ball with how it is to others. Yeah. Uh, Crucible, not the Oval's cricket. What the fuck? Um, yeah. Uh, so that that's my notable for sports. So you say you've been playing it recently. How yeah. much time have you been putting into? Um, well, a, 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 an actual snooker game takes a good, you know, fifteen minutes, and I played a few frames, so I'd say probably like a couple hours um, on there. Does it have online play? I just yes, it does. Wow, fantastic. See that's what that's what games should be about, right? Yeah. Reconstructing, playing snooker. Cool. <laughs> so, what do you have left? Do you have anything left? I do. I've got one left. Uh, weirdly, a couple of this. So I talked about the art style games before, which was late two thousands. Yeah. Collective. Uh, and then my next game is from uh, which we, we keep coming back to I don't know why level 5 had <laughs> guild 01 and guild 02 okay. uh, which is these short cheap games based around one idea uh, between us we picked up almost all of them yeah, uh, I had uh, attack of the friday monsters yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I had Crimson Shroud, which was like a miniatures 
tabletop role-playing games and you, you you know the story plays out but you see your characters as miniatures and you see the dice rolls the other one which is close is between this one or the other one to make the list was starship damray um which was a 3d car you you wake up on this spaceship and everybody's dead uh so you have to work out what's happening uh, no, there's no actual violence. It's it's you know puzzle, okay. puzzle exploration game. Very good. Uh, puzzle up. The one puzzle up. Uh, explore them up. Puzzler. <laughs> explore them uh, up. Puzzler. There we go. Again. <laughs> Get it right, Richie. Fuck it. Yeah. Now. Jesus. <laughs> but the one I'm gonna choose, uh, and it's an idea I like. There are a couple of games have played around with it. Uh, is it you know games where you take the role of an NPC uh, so I remember in the last story there's a mini game there's a mini game where you can man a store and you sell stuff to people coming past so the game that I'm choosing which is from the level 5 guild 01 collection uh, is weapon shop de Amasi you play as a blacksmith who has to forge different weapons to then give to heroes who then go off and explore the dungeons uh, so all you're doing is is manufacturing these different weapons and you unlock different blueprints there's uh, and... something else recently that came out that does exactly this as well i was reading about this ah oh, shit it was uh, i think it's actually one of the ones on um, the epic store <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey there we go <laughs> oh shit but get yeah, those yeah. epic bucks in richie get those epic bucks in <laughs> But yeah, there is one where you're playing as a, a shopkeeper, and it's all about being the shopkeeper, um, yeah. and you sell different things to them to in order for them to improve from on dungeons, and you don't actually partake at all. Sorry, yeah, yeah, it's just they've rung yeah. a lot of bells, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, so whilst you're doing the smithing, uh, and as you can imagine, there's you know, various qualities you can make, and materials you can use, and uh, there's a, I think it's a... A rhythm, a small rhythm game when when it comes to actual okay. smithing, um, but you have a, a rolling feed, almost like you know chat a chat feature on a live broadcast, uh, which is giving you updates on the on the various heroes as they're out and, and how well they're doing in, in dungeons before they come back, and if they're successful, they'll give you the weapon back uh, and some other things. If they're unsuccessful, there's a chance that they lose the weapon. Uh, so a lot of the story uh, is about these different characters uh, who you meet. So there's a pair of twins. Um, there's uh, like a very uh, butch-looking. I think she's a female warrior. Could be a very female-looking male warrior. Uh, so she goes stomping and shouting around. And there's kind of a weedy guy, and then you get some kind of NPC players as well. So. It's your interactions with them and your blacksmith master that, that makes the game. But it's really fun to take on the role of, of what would be an, an NPC, uh, you know, because the various memes, back in the day, there are various memes about, uh, you know, <laughs> sitting in your house and somebody like Link just barges in, destroys all your shit <laughs> and runs away. Um, so it's, yeah, it's quite, quite fun to role play 
and of I, course we should probably famously or touch famously touch but for fuck's sake use the word famously right? <laughs> we, we should probably touch famously <laughs> who's famously <laughs> we should probably touch on that famous character the the, the guy that played the uh, npc in uh, oblivion who never did any violence whatsoever. Hey, so. uh, yeah, what's his name? Rod, Podrick. Is it Podrick? Norbert. Norbert, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From the living in oblivion. Yeah. yeah role played just, just a. A normal person without any powers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No charisma. Uh, and could only make money mixing, collecting mushrooms and herbs. Yeah. And. <laughs> Do you know what else I could bring up right now? <laughs> <Go on. laughs> there was a, a character in World of Warcraft who played right. as a pacifist. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who collected, yeah. it was um, in one of the expansions they go. brought in, collecting experience yeah. for yeah. gathering. Make sure, make sure you mention it so that all the people have gone to the bookies and put a bet down on you mentioning all four things it's a nice spread perhaps some of that money will come back your way maybe who knows <laughs> oh fucking hell but yeah no, there, there was a guy who played um through all the way through to like level 80 or whatever it was by only collecting herbs um, yeah yeah Which great is, yeah oh yeah i do i no i do, I do like the idea of doing that um or or you know having the possibility in a game to actually i am going to be you know non-violent or a pacifist uh and, and games that let you do it uh you know without forcing you to kill something i think that's cool and i like doing that and it's fun um but often often it's so i imagine well you you would know better than me so i imagine it was a ball ache right and wow <laughs> like not fun yeah, um, I don't think you get very much XP or dead. Yeah. yeah, you know, so it's uh, yeah, it's just basically meant that rather than grinding for six days plus played, uh, he did it for like sixty days plus played. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But what would be what would be really nice is if the you know um, smithing alchemy side of the game was as complex as the as the you know dungeon exploring boss killing so if you if you really wanted to choose one part or the other uh there is a way to you know get more and more xp rather than oh no you just have to do this one really small thing over yeah. and over 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 yeah but there's like two gathering there's two gathering professions. I think it's mining and picking flowers. I think his whole fun way of doing this was just to pick flowers. And I like yeah. the idea of getting to level 80 or whatever it was, the cap for that expansion. And <laughs> you've only picked flowers. Yeah, you know, you having was... having zero kills on your profile. Yeah. But what do you do um... after that? Be... I don't know. There's yeah. no epic raid to pick flowers. You know? <laughs> epic flowers, epic flower raider. A bunch of flower pickers have to team up to pick a really big flower. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, cool. So, um, I think that's it. That's our pick of the 
non-violent games. Yeah, and when we started, or when we first started talking about this, I think both of us thought it was going to be much harder. But as I was looking, and as we've talked, a lot of games have come to mind. And matches. There was, you know, there was a lot out there. Uh, a game that I'm surprised neither of us picked is SSX Tricky. Well, yeah, except that the right stick is shove. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, you really were hardline. <laughs> really, really. And also, like these snowboarding games, and I, I, I went back to Steep um, the other day there, it's just like, the, the deaths that you can occur are yeah. awful. Um, and as much as it's comic booky, I feel like it still falls into, oh yeah, you died. I yeah. mean, like, the falls that these guys do and how they land, like, on their face into <laughs> rocks is absolutely, yeah. So, I, I thought that's, about it. That's, that's a whole genre of game, right? There's the, you know, the kind of the goat simulator, but then there's also one, is it Office Chair Olympics or something? Yeah. Uh, and there's another one where you basically just throw a guy at a building. It's all to sort of Gary's mod sort of things. Yeah. It's just like ragdoll yeah, violence. We've created a Unity game and left all the bugs in it. Have fun. Yeah. 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 I, I don't really have time for them. <laughs> just just to be an arse, you know. Um but yeah, I mean it is fun. Um but it's just like it, it's I don't I don't get anything meaningful from those games. Not that from but <laughs> it was just kind of like I, I don't want to um, I don't want to give them the satisfaction that they are half created playground sandbox game um, is all that you need to do you know what I mean yeah you, yeah you don't want to give them the satisfaction by downloading the game for free yeah and playing it yeah spending any time on it you don't want any of that money to go back to them <laughs> no it's not at all <laughs> <laughs> uh right oh, i just remembered super monkey ball fuck <laughs> oh well there you go then maybe we can have a non-violent games part two the maybe <laughs> the non, the non-violent, the non-violenting. <laughs> a non-violent mop. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. I guess we do our usual. Say goodbye, Farley. Goodbye. Bye.